Yeah, one of the things that we do on Tishbav that uh, has become almost like a tradition on Tishbav is that uh, we spend a lot of time talking about the Holocaust. So I wanted to uh, explore the halachic connection between the Holocaust and Tishbav in two levels. First of all, uh, well, really one level uh, is 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 Tishbav supposed to be Holocaust Remembrance Day? Meaning, uh, some people find it like inappropriate that on Tishbav we're talking about that we should be talking about the Korban all day. Why are we talking about the Holocaust all day? And you know, if you ever attend a uh, an explanatory keynote, all the stories of people tell pretty much other than just explaining uh, what the, the context of the keynotes but to drive home the point all the stories that people tell are Holocaust stories so <coughs> uh, and the uh, in, in, in summer camps sometimes in uh, in the afternoon on Tishbev they'll play like Holocaust movies to keep the kids entertained and in fact there are two keynotes that were authored um, uh, by contemporary Gedolim, by Gedolim at the end of the 20th century about the uh, about the Holocaust that many shuls incorporate into their keynotes. Rav Schwab wrote a keynote about the Holocaust. Who was the other one? Um, what? Um, the Kleisenberger wrote? Okay, so the Kleisenberger of Schwab wrote the two. Uh, I, I'm just saying, surprised it was the Kleisenberger because the Kleisenberger has a tshuva about it. We'll get to it in a second. So, uh, so two two keynote and Kleisenberg obviously was uh, you know was a survivor went through tremendous tremendous uh, uh, yisurin in the uh, the Holocaust lost everything rebuilt everything he was a tremendous uh, visionary but uh, so let's let's explore the, uh, the 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 connection and and the first place to stop is or the first place to discuss is should there be a separate day of commemoration for the Holocaust meaning is there some sort of a din that you're not allowed to have other days of mourning, that all mourning has to be somehow uh, packed into Tishbav itself. So there's a Gemara Masechus Tainus and Davchav Tess, where the Gemara talks about the different things that happen in Tishbav, the different terrible events that happen, and the Gemara said that Chavra Ba'is Barishonu Bishniya, that both the first and second base of Mikdash were destroyed on Tishbav. So the Gemara says, okay, first base of Mikdash is recorded in Tanakh, we know about the first base of Mikdash. Bishniya Minolan, how do I know the second base of Mikdash was also destroyed on Tishbav? And the Gemara answers, that we assume terrible things happen on Tishbav because Tishbav is a terrible day. So we have the right to assume that uh, that that's the day that it was destroyed. So the Gemara seems to be assuming that 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 terrible things should sort of be piled on to Tishbav. But in that context, it's a little bit different. We're not saying take some other terrible event and associate it with Tishbav. We're saying that we have the right to assume that it actually was Tishbav because of Magalgun Chovaliyom Chayiv. Over here, we're talking about a little bit of a different Indian. We're talking about taking things that didn't happen on Tishbav and, uh, and, and, and commemorating them on, on Tishbav. Rabbi J.J. Shachter has a very nice shir on Wai Torah where he discusses the idea of uh, having other days of mourning for other tragedies that happened. And he gives a few examples. In 1171, in the year 1171, there was a Jew that was carrying an animal skin by a riverbank and a Christian had seen him and, uh, and uh, the Christian's horse didn't know how to react because he, the, uh, the animal skin like shocked the horse a little bit. So the fellow was upset and Lemaisa, it led to a blood libel. The Christian went and accused the Jew of, uh, of disposing of a, of a corpse of a Christian child. And on the 20th, 20th day of Sivan that year because it was accepted and it was believed 
dozens of Jews, 31 Jews, 33 Jews, whatever the number is, dozens of Jews were, uh, were, were killed uh, and burnt at the stake as a punishment for this Jew supposedly um, disposing of the corpse of a Christian child. So in the Sefer Zechira, the Rav Ephraim Avon, he describes that the entire French, English, and German Jewish communities accepted a fast day based on the decree of Rabbeinu Tam. And the piyut of Chatanu Tzarenu was written about that day. And apparently, according to Rabbeinu Tam, they were allowed to determine that Chav Sivan should be a fast day. And they didn't just pile it onto Tishbav. Fast forward a bunch of years, in 1242, there was the burning of the of the cartloads of Talmud of the uh, of the Svarim prior to the invention of the printing press. Burning of Svarim was a terrible, terrible tragedy. It meant the end, uh, especially so many Svarim, meant that for many people, Torah was simply going to become inaccessible. So the Magna Ravim, the Shulchan Aruch, quotes a minag that they did a uh, that because they did a she'elas chalom at that time they did a she'elas chalom uh, to, to figure out what the reaction should be and it happened to have been Erev Shabbos Parshas Chukas when this happened and the answer they got in the she'elas shalom was Da Gzeras Oraisa which is the Targum of Zos Chukas HaTorah. And therefore they determined that every Erev Shabbos, Parshas Chukas, is going to be a fast day to commemorate the burning of the cartloads of, uh, of Svarim. So, Dog Zeras Oraisa, Zos Chukas HaTorah. But again, there's an example of something that even though we do talk about it on Tishbav, we do have a kina about this on Tishbav. But the day of Tainus that they observed was not Tishbav. The day of Tainus that was observed in many communities was Erev Shabbos Parshas Chukas. This is an interesting Torah. Why Dafka Erev Shabbos Parshas Chukas? Why not the calendar day? Why would you make it depend on the day associated with the Parsha? So probably because the response that they got with the Yishayi Chalom related to the Parsha. It was Doug Zeres Arais, which is the Targum of Zos Chukas Torah. Fast forward into the 17th century. The Chmelninsky massacres take place and Jews of Eastern Europe are destroyed and Zeres in 1650, the Shach, who was a survivor of all this, wrote slichos that are meant to be recited in conjunction with this. And in the Hakdama to the slichos that the Shach, the Shach, the commentary on the side of Yaradea, the, the Helga Shach, the great Shach, wrote a, a Hakdama to the slichos that, uh, that he wrote. And he says that he established a fast day on Chaf Sivan, on the 20th day of Sivan. Why did he choose the 20th day of Sivan? These massacres lasted for like a year and a half. Why Dafka choose that one day? So he says three reasons. First of all, it all started in Poland on Chav Sivan. Second of all, it's the same day that other tsaros happened on that day. The tragedy from 1171 was Chav Sivan. So we already have a history of Chav Sivan being a day that you can, uh, that, that, that a fast was declared. And, and third, the date never falls out on Shabbos. It happens to be a quirk of the calendar that Chav Sivan is never going to fall on Shabbos. So you're never going to run into trouble of uh, fasting on Shabbos or the, getting into any, any shilas of what to do with the fast, because it never falls on Shabbos. That's what the Shach writes. So now we fast forward to the Igris Moshe. Rav Moshe finds in Yordei Chelik Dalid, Simon Nunzayin is asked, 
should we have a separate day of mourning for the Holocaust? Let's say, I don't know, we'll call it Yom HaShoah, right? Should we have a day like that, or should we just observe a uh, day of mourning on uh, Tisha B'Av itself? And Ramosha points out that we say in the Kinos, he doesn't give all of the detail, we'll give a little more detail, the Kinos about the Crusades that were uh, authored by either the Rokeach, the Bala Rokeach, or his father, unclear exactly who authored it, uh, that describes in very, very vivid detail the Crusades, and it describes in such detail, it gives names, places, and dates when things happened, when communities were destroyed. And it says that on the eighth day of ER in one community, the community was wiped out. And then in Worms on Chav Gimel ER, and then uh, on, on, during Sivan on a day that we don't say Tachnun in Mainz on the, on, on the third of Sivan. Um, so you, you have, uh, you have uh, Sivan, a day we don't say Tachnun, could be one of two days, right? It could either be Shavuos or Rosh Chodesh, right? So it's uh, unclear which day from the Kina itself, many believe it was Rosh Chodesh, Rav Herzog thought it was clearly about Shavuos, but we describe all of these days that these terrible things happened, and then the Kina describes why it is that we're talking about this on Tisha B'Av, and why it is well, it seems to be describing why it is that we don't have a separate day of mourning for each of these uh, terrible destructions. And the Kina says, that we can't add an extra day of mourning, a, a destruction of mourning a major loss. And because of that, today I'm going to, uh, I'm going to instead express uh, my mourning over this terrible thing. And Ramosha paraphrases this kina and he says, that you can't have another day of fasting and of crying. We simply are not able to institute such a thing. And that's why they didn't make a separate day for the destruction in Xeros all over Europe where cities were destroyed in Tav Tav Nun Vav. And the same would hold true. Over here says Ramosha. I, what do you do about the tainus of Chav Sivan? Rav Moshe can't deny that there is a history of a tainus of Chav Sivan, the Chmelnitsky massacres. So Rav Moshe writes, well, first of all, those were more localized, and there were only Bechelek Medina Achas, meaning it wasn't something that was an entire country. It wasn't something that was an entire continent. It was just Bechelek Medina Achas. And therefore, when you have a localized tragedy, the local community can certainly observe a day of mourning for that, but to make it a Klal Yisrael thing, something that's about the Jewish people in general, uh, an attempt at genocide or something like that, that belongs on Tishbab, something that affects the entire Klal, like Chorban Beis Hamigdash, or uh, genocide. Furthermore, of Moshe writes, these were not government decrees, so they're not viewed as the Hemshech of Golos and Chorban, because the non-Jewish government actually tried to protect us. They just failed, but this was uh, these were just people who were up to no good, doing some terrible, terrible things. And the entire Connection it has to Gullus is, is, is simply that our Averos, for which we're high of Gullus, caused us to be vulnerable to these punishments as well. But it's not really directly connected to Gullus. When we're living Tachas Memshelas Rishayim, you know, you're under uh, the rule of some horrible uh, dictator, some horrible uh, government that's anti Semitic, so that's connected to our Gullus because we should be, living under a Malchus Yisrael, a Malchus based David. We should be living in such a, and the only reason we're not living in such a circumstance is, uh, is, is, is because we deserve to be in Gullus. So it's such tragedies that are perpetrated by governments 
That's what we would include on Tishbav. But perpetrated by individuals, that's not really directly Chorban related, which is a Chiddush, right? Meaning one could argue that all Yisurin are Chorban related, meaning whatever suffering we have is somehow Chorban, Chorban related. And I somehow just now, my computer shut off. Um, so let me, uh, ah, no, here it is. Um, so everything is, uh, is somehow Chorban related. Furthermore, Moshe writes that Hitler went after the Jewish people wherever they were, and he conquered places. He went and he was kovesh, wherever Jews lived and tried to liquidate and did entire Jewish communities in every place that he went, and he planned to take over the world. So that's shayet to Chorban. If someone has, an, uh, has, a, has, a, has a, uh, a design on, on absolute genocide and wants to go and conquer country after country to wipe out all the Jews in each country, that's Chorban related. But that's the Chiddush Ramesha, that other uh, less um, uh, broad Yisurin are uh, not Chorban related and therefore uh, can apply to non Tishbav, but when it comes to the Holocaust in particular, it's got to be on Tishbav. Then there's a Tshuva in uh, Tshuva Svan Hagos from Sturmbach writes, Simon Tavshin Chafal, I think it's in Chelekal, but I'm not sure. He was asked about Yom HaShoah also, and he tells a story that in 1942 the Yishuv in Eretz Yisrael was finally convinced of the accuracy of the reports of what was going on in Europe. You know, there were a lot of rumors going around. No one could believe it was actually true that this was all actually happening. But enough people had uh, made their way to be able to describe the atrocities that was going on. In 1942, they discussed the possibility of uh, having a Yom Tainus for the destruction of Europe that was ongoing. And the chief rabbi, Rabbi Herzog, wanted to establish a fast day for Rachamei Shemayim. And Rav says he went to the Briskarov to ask. And the Briskarov right away said no, because of the Kina. The Kina says that we're not we're not Mosif a Yom Shevav Tavera. We're not Mosif another day of uh, of fasting. So that was the position of Rav Sternbach as well. So what's the counter argument of uh, the chief rabbinate in allowing for a Yom Hashoah and having a separate day for the uh, for Hol- for Holocaust Memorial? So Rav Herzog in his Sakamuk Savim Chelik Beis Simin Saditas in a Hosafa to a Tshuva that uh, directly addresses this Kina, and he writes that everyone's misunderstanding this kina. By the way, Rav Salvechik agreed with Ramosha. He thought that we should not have a Yom HaShoah. He thought that uh, based on that kina, like his uncle, like the Briskarav, that uh, you should not add another day, that all, all mourning gets uh, incorporated in Tishvav. So Rav Herzog writes, Mikan rotsim lilmod she'ein lahosef tainis atzomos, that people think you can learn from here not to add any other fast day. L'da'ati eina perushkach. He says, I don't think that's what it means. That prior to that point in the Kina, the Kina is describing the destruction of the Torah and the killing of the Lomde Torah. That Yom Nisinasa became Yom Nitilasa. The day the Torah was given became the day the Torah was taken away from us because it was the day that so many. Lom de Torah were killed. Vuhu Omer. And then the Kina says, What's Moed? We know what the word Moed means. Moed means a Yantif. Moed Shever Vitavera. Kolomar. Ein Lahosif Limoed Chagashvuos. Hespedu Bech Yala Shever Vitavera. 
what the Kina is trying to tell us is don't turn Shavuos into a day of mourning because it's a Yantif nor should you be Kaveya a day prior to Yom Tov as a day of mourning rather delay it and when it comes to Pranius we always are Ma'achar we always delay rather than be Maktim and therefore we were Kaveya that day what day? Chafsivan. So they're not talking about Tishbab. We happen to say that Kinan Tishbab, but they were Kaveya Chafsivan. Because was the day that they kept on coming back to because of terrible things that happened uh, historically on Chavsivan. So that's what they did. So Rav Herzog thinks that this Kina is not telling us that there's some sort of Iser to, uh, to be Kaveya a separate day. And the other factors, of course, were, you know, there are some uh, practical factors. The Tishbab is in the summertime. So uh, one of the... Um, ways of making sure that people learn about the Holocaust is to educate about the Holocaust. It happens to be schools are on summer vacation usually during Tisha B'Av. So if we, uh, if, we, if we only observe something special about the Holocaust on uh, Tisha B'Av, then many children will never hear about the Holocaust. So they had to have a day during the year where schools are open, where they can uh, educate. And also there were many that felt that this destruction was just too great to not get its own day. That it was such a great destruction, such a massive destruction, unprecedented in our long history of, uh, of destruction after destruction, of anti-Semitism and of all the killings that were done against the Jewish people, and still nothing like the Holocaust. Nothing even approached in terms of number and magnitude and suffering. The, 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 nothing even approaches the Holocaust. And as a result of that, people felt that it's just, it, you can't bring riots from anything earlier in history. You, you just can't, because there's, there, nothing, there was never anything like it earlier in history. Now, the counter-argument is to suggest that the Holocaust is a separate day, that it's like a, you know, a ki'ilu, all of history is moving along, and then there's like a blip on the screen that uh, something went, went, uh, went awry in the early 1940s, and then, uh, then things continued as normal afterwards, and therefore it's viewed as a separate, as separate entity is actually to disrespect the, uh, the meaning of the Holocaust, because the Holocaust has to be understood in context. It's understood in context of an entire Jewish history of destruction and of anti-Semitism, and it all stems from Khurban. Had we not had Khurban Abayas, had we not had Gullus, we never would have been in a position in the first place to experience the Holocaust. So it's, the suggestion is made that to separate it out from the rest of Jewish tragedies is not to show extra respect to the Holocaust, it's to disrespect the full impact of the Holocaust. Because uh, it's only, it can only be understood with the broader picture of Jewish history. So then the question became, okay, let's, just say, you're gonna, let's say you're going to observe uh, Holocaust Memorial on Tisha B'Av, and that's what we do. Um, you know, certainly everyone does. Even if you observe Yom HaShoah, you also certainly say Holocaust... Uh, stories and talk about the Holocaust on Tisha B'av, but who's going to compose the kina for it? So there's a tshuva in the Divrei Yitziv, the Kleisenberger, and the Kutum Ashmatos, Simin Memches, where someone approached him and asked him, as a survivor who lost so much, they asked him if he would, uh, if he'd be willing to write something. And he says, look, it's something to take seriously, and somebody should do it, but he said, I can't do it, because I'm not at a level to make tefillos for all of Klal Yisrael. How can I 
incorporated tefillah, and the Sholel suggested uh, someone else as an author, and the Kleisenberger said that the fellow you're suggesting is a wonderful person, but he's not at the level to write such a tefillah. It requires Gedole Olam, who will not only be able to be Ma'orer Tsaru Bechi, not only be able to write poetically and get people to cry and get people to emote about it, but it also has to touch upon deep things in the Jewish soul that only someone who really understands uh, how tefillah works can really do. Uh, can really do it. He says historically that's always the way it's worked. For Chorben Beis Hamikdash, Rabbi Yudah Levi and Rabbi Lazar Kalir wrote. For Tav Tav Nun Vav, we had Rabbi Gershom and Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon Agadol. For Tach V'Tat, we had the Shach and the Taisus Yantiv. Meaning you need to have Gedol Olam compose these kinos. Obviously, Dar 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 Shav. You know, each generation Yiftach B'Daru Kishmol B'Daru. Each generation has its own Gedolim. So we did have Gedol Olam that wrote uh, kinos for the Holocaust, and it seems entirely appropriate that at least on Tisha B'Av to say those uh, those kinos, as I'm sure they do in all of your shuls, and certainly, um, you know, if, uh, if we know if we're not zocha to Kuula by that time, uh, that's uh, that's in the past. It's certainly been the minute here in. Uh, Camp Kaley as well, that we say the, uh, the kinos for the Holocaust. Okay. Again, a little, a little long. Sorry about that.